Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Time for the Buck Blue Show here on The Fans. 680 and 93.7, 10 to 11, Monday through Friday. We got the gangs all here. Road dog Gillespie. You better get to Athens, man. Got an early tip for that dog's Tennessee game tonight. Sean Ernie's already had breakfast. He's in ready to go. And Derek Thomas showing up early today, too. He's been hanging out by the printer for about an hour. Trying to get everything printed up. Gridlock on 400 southbound today. And I just went on and got off and went through the woods. Got here that way. But uh, the gang's all here. We're ready to go. Appreciate you joining us. Nerdy, let's get to work. Bucks. Big. Take. Well, I've got good news and bad news this morning. Let's start with the good news. The League and Players Union met for 16 hours yesterday with the two sides going until 2.30 this morning. Deadline today has been extended to 5 o'clock this afternoon, and they get back at the negotiations at 11 a.m. I bet some of these dudes aren't even going to shower. Jerry Jones, the Cowboys owner, he said one time, deadlines make deals. And apparently that's the case here. Now the bad news. The Los Angeles Dodgers appear to be determined to make a splash, and Freddie Freeman is the target. And now the Yankees are apparently moving on from Freddie Freeman, and they're going all in on athletics first baseman Matt Olson. So where does that leave the Braves? Without a first baseman is what that does. This is the worst possible scenario for our team. And there's the big take today as we get the show started. Might be listening on 680 AM, 93.7 FM, streaming at 680thefan.com. The mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of coming Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle, visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com. You can download that fan app right now, this very moment, in the iTunes and Google Play Store. South Point Financial Services, they sponsor the smart speaker here at The Fan, the mortgage professionals, more at spfs.com. You can listen to The Fan on Amazon Echo, Google Nest, Apple HomePod, and more. And we're going to be out on Friday back at South Point Financial Services. And the last time we were there, Road Dog, remember I was trying to keep my voice down because we were in the area where all the salespeople were, and I didn't want to disrupt all the phone calls they were getting. Well, they were sitting around kind of watching us like a show. It was kind of, uh, it took a minute to get used to that as they, they came around and just watched us. Yeah, just like we were uh, animals at the zoo. And then Larry Wax was trying to get us both to refinance our mortgages. Did you ever refinance with, with Wax at South Point? Actually, I did. Did <laughs> I you refinanced really? my house with him, and uh, we got it done. And that it, is I missed fantastic. two months of payments uh, with them. 
or I got to take two months off, do, and that was right at Christmas time, so that helped out a ton. And uh, yeah, I actually did. I got some money out and, and got some uh, bills paid off and credit cards down, and so I appreciate that, what, what Larry did for me. Yeah, I'll tell you what, local-based company, awesome reputation, helping a lot of people here in Metro Atlanta. Give South Point Financial a good long look. 10 o'clock hour on the fan, sponsored by the Haug Law Group. They played in the Chili Dip Open this past Friday. You can't spell Haug without the U, the G, and the A. Get more information at HaugLawGroup.com. Let's chop it up, Nerny. Time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. All right, worst, pace, uh, worst possible scenario for our Atlanta Braves, right? Freddie Freeman, you got the Dodgers. They want to make a splash because uh, Seager's gone. You got Scherzer gone. Kershaw's probably moving on next. And that means the Dodgers have plenty of money to spend, which is bad news for the Braves. What the Dodgers would like to do is sign Freddie Freeman, move Max Muncie to second base, and move Trey Turner to shortstop. And that would leave the Braves without a first baseman. I kid you not. There's nobody in the minor leagues capable of playing in the show. So the Braves might be having tryouts here in the coming days. If you can play first base, get the mid out. I'd say uh, lube that thing up a little bit, oil it down, and maybe uh, go out to the ballpark and scoop a couple at first base, and the next thing you know, you might be playing for the Bravos. Now, the New York Yankees reading overnight, and I don't know whether to believe it or not, but I'll mention it anyway. New York Post, the Yankees are moving on to Matt Olson. They're moving on from Freddie Freeman. Guess they hear the Dodgers are ready to cut that check for six years, and... $900 million or whatever it is. And so the Yankees are now looking to add Matt Olson, which is bad news for the Braves. That's the fear that as a Braves fan I would have. I don't think you're going to lose Freddie to the, the Yankees because I don't think Freddie's a New York City type of guy. I think he's looking to go home to L.A. But right. now the Yankees are going to probably start looking at who you're looking at to replace Freddie, and they can outbid you for that, in this case, Matt Olson. Yeah, Matt Olson, man. So that was plan B for the Braves. So what's plan C? Anthony Rizzo? He's better than what we got. He's a free agent. Going to cost a lot less. That might interest the Braves. <laughs> or maybe if, if Matt Olson ends up getting traded to the Yankees, the Braves then jump on the Yankees' first baseman, Luke Voigt, who sort of struggled last season, had a meniscus tear, so he was dinged up a little part of the season. Luke Voigt is waiting on his fate. He says he wants to play for the Yankees, but hey, if it doesn't work out, he's ready to move on. Luke Voigt, uh, you look at his career average for a season, and you're talking about maybe hitting 260, 265, 20 bombs, 75 RBI, somewhere in that area. So talking about a big drop-off from where Freddie Freeman's at. So who would you rather have, Luke Voigt or Anthony Rizzo? 404-231-1680, the number. 
you want to jump in here. So good news. Strike uh, looks like uh, the lockout could be coming to an end here very soon. The bad news, that means immediately, as soon as the lockout ends and a new collective bargaining agreement is reached, then free agency, it resumes. And it's going to resume quickly. So we're going to see some Freddie Freeman news coming down very soon. So there you go. That's us chopping it up for you on this Tuesday morning. Luke Voigt, you know, he's a guy that takes a big hack at the ball. I mean, he's up there. He's he's not afraid to look bad swinging and missing. I mean, he's taking a big hack at it, brother. And he seems like a really confident guy. Guess you got to be to thrive in New York. Play in front of that fan base. I think I'd rather have him than Rizzo, though. Rizzo seems a little bit over the hill. A little bit. I mean, I'd you know, if plan D was Rizzo, I'd have to get behind it because, again, the Braves don't have anything, have anybody in the minor leagues ready to step in and play first base at the major league level. And don't even bring up the Braves' third baseman. Don't get me upset on this Thursday morning. Braves have a, a third baseman, and they need to leave him at third base. So stop it with that. Please. Let's get to a Buck Palouse Show headline brought to you by our good friends at Grease Monkey. Hawks with an important matchup against the Celtics in Boston tonight. Will John Collins play? Heard Travis Slank earlier today. Uh, he mentioned, and I quote here, there is a chance. And let me give you the translation on that. John Collins isn't playing tonight. When you hear the general manager say, well, there's, a, you know, there's a, there's a possible chance that he might be able to play tonight. Give me a break. He's not playing tonight. Slank went on to say, and I quote, we're trying to get Collins to 100%, quote, unquote. 100%? We got 22 games left in the season. It's go time, bro. We need John Collins on the court right now, even if he is 80%. I continue to say, tape that foot up, spit on it, and go play the best you can. Tip at 8 o'clock tonight for the uh, the Hawks game. Headlines brought to you by our good friends at Grease Monkey. Oil changes and more. The work's done fast. It's done right. Don't you love that? Visit greasemonkeyauto.com for store locations and those special offers that you love so much. We've got one down the street from our home. And again, uh, we got an oil change coming up here soon. I'm going to stop on in there and see what they got. So I can come in here and pass the word along. GreaseMonkeyAuto.com for more information. Got a big show lined up. We got Brian Bohannon coming up in the next segment. The head coach, head football coach at Kennesaw State. In fact, uh, we need to break so we can get Bo Hannon in here. Coach Bo coming up next, plus some Falcons talk. We'll get into Stacey Searles, the new offensive line coach at Georgia, for the end of the show. It's the Buck Blue Show, 10 to 11, Monday through Friday, here on The Fan. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. 
In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Buck Blue Show here on the fan. We're running full speed on this Tuesday, trying to get it all in. 10 to 11, Monday through Friday. And remember now, if you can't join us between 10 and 11, you can check out the Buck Blue Show podcast on the fan app. Brought to you by Beaver Toyota. And if you're looking for more than that, well, we've got got a lot of people at the station doing these podcasts. And I'm no different. I've got Buck's Beat, we call it. And uh, I want to invite you to check that out, too. You can check out our array of incredible podcasts at The Podcast Park. And it's brought to you by Associated Credit Union. And uh, we got uh, the Frozen Rope Report with Kevin McAlpin. You got the Southern Beat with Dan Matthews. Got Matt Lana doing three or four of these different things. Uh, uh, Chris Domino's back doing the the Braves coverage. And and basically, that's what I'm doing with Bucks Beat. We're talking a lot about the Georgia Bulldogs and the Atlanta Braves. But, you know, occasionally we'll switch it up. The last two podcasts, the one out right now, I've got Pete Smith, the former starter for the Atlanta Braves back in the day during those great years in the 90s on that uh, awesome pitching staff, that rotation with, you know, Glavin and Avery and those dudes and really enjoyed uh, getting Pete on. Billy Andre was episode 51. We're talking about Mickelson, the Saudi uh, golf league that has crumbled big time and so I want to invite you to, to check that out every week. We've got a different episode on Buck's Beat. You can get all of these wherever it is you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcast. If uh, you don't get it there, you can get it at thepodcastpark.com. And that's what's going on. Flag Day, if you're wondering, is June 14th. You know, sorry if I didn't remember that. Flag Day. But uh, I tell you, yeah, June 14th is when it is. So uh, we're, we're happy to report that in case you forgot. Let's get to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Bring on uh, Kennesaw State head football coach Brian Bohannon joins us. Coach, man, uh, congratulations on that contract extension. And I tell you what, I got a lot of respect for you. You took over this program, built it from scratch, and here we are years later, and you guys are rocking and rolling, man, doing some great things up there in Kennesaw. We appreciate you coming on the show today. Oh, thanks for having me. So uh, tell us about when you took over and you got started and where you are right now, Coach. <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, it's crazy. We're, you know, we got some guys in the building now that started out coaching with us that are here visiting. And, uh, you know, we started back, and, and I, honestly, but I don't think anybody thought we could get 11 guys on the field. Nobody really knew anything about what we were trying to get accomplished. And you got a bunch of kids that bought into making history and, and, and leaving a legacy, a great bunch of coaches, and came in here and worked their tails off. And, and, and you look up, and, 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 you know, seven seasons later, nine years ago for me, 
you know, we're averaging about 10 wins a season. Um, you know, it's established that winning championships is the brand and who we are as a program. Uh, we're known across the country from, you know, anywhere from Texas to California, which we weren't known, uh, you know, 20 miles from here, much less when you start talking about being known from there. So it has been an unbelievable transformation, um, but I really think it's about our kids and our staff and just everybody here buying into what we were trying to get done. And that's not easy when you're, uh, when you're starting with nothing and you're selling the dream, right, and the vision and, and all the stuff that goes with it. But uh, it's been unbelievable. We still haven't accomplished our goals yet, so we still got work to do. But uh, it's really been, uh, it's been, an, it's been an exciting and unique process, to say the least. Coach, I remember when Irk Russell took over and started that Georgia Southern football program, and at the time I was thinking, well, with all these quality football players in the state of Georgia looking for a place to play, he's going to be successful. And it's the same thing with you. I was looking at your roster. You got about 70% of the team from the state of Georgia. Yeah, majority of our, our roster is from the state of Georgia. It always will be. Um, you know, we go to every high school in the state of Georgia at a minimum of once a year. And it's home base for us. That's, that's what we do. And the, and the football's great here. The coaching's great here. Um, you know, and we've been able to go outside the state to, you know, to recruit as well. But this is always going to be home base for us. And, and I'm a believer in that. And I think that's how you win ball games. And I think that's how you build a program, especially right here in Metro Atlanta. Coach, I think we've all driven by and just been so impressed watching Kennesaw State grow. Uh, very impressive right now. What kind of reception do you get around the state when you're talking to these guys that want to come play for you? It's been really good. Obviously different than when we started, when we were trying to sell it. You go into a school or you go around, they know who we are. They know the brand. They know how we recruit. They understand that we're a program that competes for championships every year. Um, so it's changed drastically, you know, since we started for sure, um, which has been really good. And we have a distinct way of doing things. And I think, um, you know, the high school coaches and, and they appreciate the way we go about our business. And uh, so it's been really positive. And this university, man, it's, looks we're, we're almost at 42,000 students here. Wow. And I took the job nine years ago. We had 25,000 students. And we're sitting at 42 now, continue to grow. It's just unbelievable. It's, it's a new building, it seems like, every year uh, that they put up here at Kennesaw State. So it's, it's a great place to be. Coach, what about this upcoming team? Last year, another outstanding season into the playoffs, 11-2, and two, I believe. What about this 22 team you're looking at? Well, I tell you, it's exciting right now. We're in the off season, and, and we didn't get an off season last year. You know, we played in the spring, um, played spring and fall back to back, which was was uh, was challenging. Will be about the nicest way I could put it right now. Um, we are in a in an off season, a normal period right now for us, which has been positive. We're doing our morning runs, uh, which have been really good. And I think this team, um, you know, I think this team, if they'll take this upon themselves to be the best they can be. I think the sky's the limit for this football team. Um, I think, uh, you know, we can definitely move down the road a little bit in the playoffs and have a chance to hopefully hopefully meet that goal of, of, of winning a national championship. Coach, you've been at Georgia Southern and Navy and Georgia Tech and, you know, all these years at Kennesaw State now. Where'd you learn the most football along the way? Ooh, that's a, that's a tough one. I, I, you know, it's every, every step along the way, Starting, my dad was a high school football coach at Griffin High School, you know, so I grew up on the field, ball boy, T-boy, water boy, you name it, right? I, that was just that was just a way of life. And then had a chance to play at Georgia for Ray Golf, and, and Daryl Drake was my position coach. And then you go to, 
you know, I had a chance to go to West Georgia and work for Charlie Fisher, you know, and then and then Coach Johnson and, and Coach Nehemiah, who's at Navy, Coach Munkin, who's at Army, all these people along the way, all you took something from everybody. Like, and, and, and even today, I'm still learning and growing, you know, to try to be the best I can be at, at what I do to help everybody around us. So I think I learned a lot from a lot of different people. And, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, people talked about this job and, 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 and how you do things. Well, it's, I've learned a lot from a lot of people along the way. And, and you pick up things that you like and you want to do and you go implement it. At the end of the day, you got to be who you are. Um, but there's a lot of things that we do here that have been picked up along the way from a lot of great people that are way smarter than me. Yeah, and your dad gets a ton of respect around the state of Georgia and what he was able to do there at Griffin, an outstanding football community. What do you remember uh, about those days down there? Uh, it was awesome. Um, like I said, I was a part of it since I got there. Like, uh, you know, I was on the field being a part of it. Um, Griffin had a huge tradition and still does of winning. Um, some really good players have gone through Griffin High School. And uh, what a way it was just it was nothing but positive things. Um, the only negative thing is I think we were ten and zero my senior year. We got beaten the first round of the playoffs, you know, and yeah, that, uh, that hurts. was probably, probably the worst part. Uh, my one of my best friends wouldn't take his uniform off in the locker room. You know, guys don't realize how big a deal it is to play high school football. How, how you know, it's like he didn't want to take his uniform because he didn't want it to be over. Um, but what a great game! What a great experience I had at Griffin, and man, it was just it was awesome. And you know, I'm, I, my kids are going to be playing here for me uh, as I played for my dad, and I think that's a really big deal. That is awesome. Tell us about the A-Sun uh, and your schedule coming up this year. You go to Cincinnati, taking on yeah, the Bearcats. Yeah. yeah, we're just going to jump in the college football playoff. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so we got a really good schedule. Uh, we're changing conferences to the Atlantic Sun. Uh, that Right now we'll have Central Arkansas, who's a perennial power, Eastern Kentucky, um, North Alabama, Austin P. Uh, and us, and it's a it's a growing conference. Jacksonville State will be in it this year. Then they're moving up to Conference USA. Um, and then our schedule this year, obviously, we open up with Sanford right down the road. As you mentioned, we play Cincinnati. Uh, we play UT Martin, Charleston Southern. Uh, I'm probably missing one or two others, um, but I do. I think we got a you know we got a challenging schedule this year. But you know that's that's what we set out to do. You know we we we, we came here. We want to play the best. We want to be the best. Um, you know, whatever we do. So it's uh, it's a great opportunity this year for us. Well, Coach, it's uh, always a pleasure to get you on, talk a little Kennesaw State football with you, wishing you the best of luck moving forward. And, again, congratulations on that contract extension, man. We're paying attention. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, and we're excited about Kennesaw State football. Good luck, Coach. Coach Bo hanging out with us on the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker line. Boy, he's been around the block now. I mean, he's been with some good coaches, learned a lot along the way. And as you drive by, if you uh, head up the interstate and you're going by Kennesaw and you see all these these buildings, man, you just, wow, that, that campus has exploded. And there are a ton of quality high school football players looking for an opportunity to play some college football. I'm not surprised at all. Coach Bo and the Owls are doing such a good job out there. Fantastic. All right, let's talk a little Falcons football. Atlanta Falcons football. we got the combine cranking up today. I'll have a, a little uh, take on that coming up here in a moment. But let's talk about the Falcons and the elephant in the room. Falcons are sitting there $7 million over the cap. <laughs> and 
And when they get through the NFL draft, that's going to cost them $6 million to do that. So obviously the Falcons need to create some cap space so they can go be the mid-market shoppers out there. Steve Watch, I was noticing on NFL Network, was was talking about this, and he has some uh, history with the Atlanta Falcons now. He's out in L.A., you know, covering the National Football League out in Los Angeles. But he's got an eye on the Falcons. And, you know, some of the things we've already talked about on this show, how do they create some cap space moving forward? Look, they're going to create enough cap space in a lot of different ways to basically be mid-market shoppers and hopefully bring back someone like a Cordero Patterson. In fact, I spoke to someone who said they want him to be the model. A lot of guys come in on one-year deals to resurrect their career to try to get the bag the year after that. Yeah, and there's Weish. And look, it looks like there's some uh, things they can do to get rid of the elephant in the room. Number one is to extend Grady Jarrett, our only legitimate defensive lineman putting on a Falcons uniform. He's taken on double teams and triple teams. He needs a little help, and he also needs a contract extension. So this makes sense to me. You want to reward one of your better players. And doing so could create uh, somewhere around $12 million in cap space. So there's one area. Extend Grady Jarrett, please. Create $12 million of cap space in the process. And I would guess that this is going to be coming down sometime very soon. You're going to hear about this. All right, behind door number two. Extend Jake Matthews, which could save the Falcons $9 million in cap space which would be a good thing. I mean, he's one of the two legitimate offensive linemen that we've got right now at left tackle. we got right guard, but at left guard, center, and right tackle, we are desperate in need of big-time offensive linemen to take the step forward, and extending uh, Jake Matthews to me would make sense. $9 million in cap space. And then the most obvious thing to me, and I know Arthur Blank has said he loves this guy, but isn't it time to trade Calvin Ridley? Haven't we wait around, waited around long enough on the Falcons' go-to wide receiver? I mean, hadn't the time passed for Calvin Ridley to be making an impact for our Atlanta Falcons? I think so. And I certainly love the skill set, and he played quality football for our Falcons. But, you know, he's reportedly got you know, had some issues off the field that took him away from playing in 11 games last season for the Falcons in a year where we moved on from Julio Jones. And without Calvin Ridley, we played the season basically without a go-to wide receiver other than Kyle Pitts becoming that. You trade Calvin Ridley and allow him to move on. And I'm assuming once he gets traded, the personal problems will be solved. That would save $11 million trading Calvin Ridley. And then couldn't you use that, some of that money to bring in a wide receiver that could help, like, say, an Allen Robinson out of the Bears organization? I mean, if you do those three things, extend Grady Jarrett, extend Jake Matthews, trade Calvin Ridley, those three moves could save the Falcons $32 million in cap space. And that would allow the elephant in the room to get on out of there. 
And that way you could sign your draft class when the draft comes and goes. I mean, you know, you know that you're up against it money-wise when you know you can't even sign the guys you're going to draft. Amazing. Falcons right now up in Indianapolis checking out the combine that gets underway today. Need him to create a little bit of cap space. Yes, sir. So uh, there you go there. Let's get to the Bulldog Roundtable a minute early. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Howe Glaw Group, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Yeah, the Bulldogs uh, got some good news yesterday. They have found a new offensive line coach. Matt Luke has moved on. He's going to take the year off. Spend a little more time with his family, recharge the batteries, wishing him best, best of luck as he moves forward. But it left a vacuum. It left a hole. And the Bulldogs are coming up on spring football practice here in a few days. And so they needed to solve this thing in a hurry. Kirby Smart make his, makes his fourth hire of this offseason. And it's Stacy Searles the new Georgia offensive line coach. You may know a little bit about his background. He played his football at Auburn, and he's bounced around. He was at uh, LSU. believe uh, Kirby was on that staff back in the day, too. So they have been together previously. Kirby reaches out and takes him off the North Carolina coaching staff. He had spent three years there with the Tar Heels, making this year expected to make about a half million dollars coaching Mac Brown's offensive line. And Mac Brown, he uh, he probably didn't get a lot of sleep last night with this news coming down because the Tar Heels they actually start spring football practice today. So imagine that, Nerney. You walk in and you tell the head coach, "I've taken a new job," and the head coach says, "What? We start practice tomorrow. Talk about putting me in a bad spot." Does that mean Mac has to go over there and coach uh, the O-line during Indy drills today? Well, as a head coach, you would think he'd be able to do that. Or they might be giving you a call. I was about to say, some of the GAs over there might be sweating a little bit this morning. I mean, could you imagine after my show ended, you get up, you're packing up your bags, and you're telling Nick and Chris on the way out the door that you've just taken another job. They would be stunned. Uh, Searles, I believe one of the reasons why he wanted to make the jump is I'm assuming you're going to see Stacey Searles get a big bump in pay. North Carolina, as I mentioned, paying him $506,000. We're expected to pay him that this coming season. Now, Matt Luke was making roughly $900,000. So you're talking about a bump in pay Stacey Searles is going to get coming in to take that Georgia offensive line job. Now, the other thing that Searles, that attracted Stacy Searles, and look, I hadn't talked to him, but I'm assuming this is the case, is that Stacy Searles is excited about taking on and coaching uh, better talent at the Georgia offensive line position because Sam Pittman and Matt Luke have done an awesome job on the recruiting trail. 
and they've got a, young, a lot of young, very impressive offensive linemen that need to get coached up. And Georgia looking to replace a couple of guys on that first-team offensive line. So Searles is probably thinking, I got a lot more talent to work in, in Athens than I do here at Chapel Hill. Coaches normally appreciate that. So you get paid more, and you're working with, with better players. And you got a chance to maybe, uh, you know, back it up, run it back, or whatever it is these kids are saying right now. Run it back. Going to come back and do the repeat. Spring football for Georgia starts on March the 15th. They'll have 15 practices, which will end with the G-Day coming up on April the 16th. Now, I checked in with some of my sources, people that have been around Stacy Searles. Some have not gotten back to me yet. Let me check one more. Yeah, he, one of them hadn't gotten back to me yet, unfortunately. But Stacy Searles, is, uh, he's got a reputation in the coaching business for being a solid recruiter, which is something that Kirby Smart uh, requires. I mean, you got to be able to go out and recruit at a high level. Otherwise, you're just not going to stick around on his coaching staff very long. So check the box on that one. Solid recruiter by Stacy Searles. He goes out and sells the players on the program. Now, uh, there's sort of a mixed bag on Stacy Searles as an X's and O's guy on the offensive line. You hear some good things. You hear some not-so-good things about the scheme or getting these guys coached up. So we'll keep an eye on that part of the deal. And then number three is he's got a reputation for being a grinder. He's showing up every day. He's putting in the work. He's working 16-hour days. He's uh, taking less than two weeks vacation during the year. Work, 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 work. So check the box on that one. Work ethic, Searles, doing a great job with that, which Kirby appreciates very much. Now, he was already on the Georgia staff under Mark Richt, 2007, 8, and 9, and left with a, a good reputation, man. I never had anybody say anything negative about him. So uh, there you go, Kirby, man, with a new offensive line coach. He has made four hires this offseason. And I was, I was mentioning yesterday on the Buck Blue Show that this is the key for Kirby Smart moving forward. Continued success for Kirby at Georgia will rely on how effective he is in hiring these assistant football coaches. And I believe the fact that having Muschamp and Bobo on the staff Right now, two guys that have been longtime friends and confidants with Kirby Smart, they are much more likely to tell Kirby like it is than some of these other coaches that don't have that background with Kirby as a player and as a friend, as a teenager way back when. They might just be uh, telling Kirby these days what he wants to hear, not must champ and Bobo. They'll tell it like it is. And I believe that helps Kirby Smart big time. Stacy Searles, I give it a thumbs up, a quality hire this late in the process. And this Georgia coaching staff will now be able to move forward and get ready for spring football practice. Offensive line's got to be good. If you're going to uh, run it back, baby. And I'll tell you what, you got to be good, too, with the flat stick, with the putter in your hand. You're going to go out and putt for the Porsche. Golf season is here with a chili dip, the year's first major last Friday. And now putt for a Porsche's back 
Join uh, Chuck and Chernoff on Thursday from 2 to 6 at the PGA Tour Superstore Sugarloaf, and you're going to get your chance to qualify to sink a putt and win a 2022 Porsche Macan from Hennessy Porsche North Atlanta. Finalist is going to receive a Breitling Super Ocean from Brown & Company Jewelers, and that is regardless of the putting outcome. And everyone who qualifies is going to be lucky enough to walk away with a M-Craft putter from Mizuno. These are beautiful. You're going to make more putts with the M-Craft. You're going to walk away with PGA Tour Superstore gift cards and dinner from Fogo Deshaun. For more information and official rules, need you to visit 680thefan.com. Qualify for your chance to putt for a Porsche. This Thursday, 2 to 6, PGA Tour Superstore at Sugarloaf. And it's brought to you by PGA Tour Superstore, Hennessy Porsche North Atlanta, Brown & Company Jewelers, Mizuno, and Fogo Deshaun. We'll come back, wrap things up. Another exciting segment coming up on the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Blue Show on the fan, 10 to 11, Monday through Friday. Hopefully your Tuesday's going well. You got some warmer temperatures moving in. Gotta love that. Maybe winter's behind us at this point in time. Love that sun being out. Going to go see some baseball today. And uh, hoping those negotiations continue going well today, too. Get that thing wrapped up. Let's get some Major League Baseball spring training underway. I don't want to wait around to flag day to see Major League Baseball. How about you? That's way too late in the calendar, Buck. Yeah. Mid-June? <laughs> yeah, that seems crazy. 404-231-1680, the number. Had some good news, bad news uh, earlier in the show. Good news, MLB, the league, and the players' union look like they're making progress. Could have a deal soon, hopefully. Bad news is the Dodgers look like or sound like they're ready to sign up Freddie Freeman. And the Yankees appear ready to pounce on Matt Olson with the athletics. So where does that leave the Braves? You know, I know a couple of uh, good first basemen. Now, they hadn't played in a few years. But maybe they could help the Braves out, DT. You might be able to find a good first baseman in some of the local softball leagues around here. Yeah, let's check with Michaels and Fennerin. Maybe uh, Finn or Hudson or one of those guys might know somebody also. we got a lot of connections around here at the fan. We can, we can scrounge up a first baseman somewhere. You know, I play a lot of positions. But I played uh, shortstop, third base, left center and right, pitcher, can't say I ever played first base. You were too athletic, Buck. Uh, yeah, I'm not so. We just had great first basemen, man. That's what we had. It seems like always. 
And the best first baseman I ever played with was Glenn Davis, who was out of Columbus, Georgia. Big baby. And he went on to have a, a really impressive major league career. Hit some bombs for the Houston Astros. And, and when, he, when he hit one, there weren't any cheapies out of Davis. I mean, you know when he made contact, that ball was getting out of the park. And with him hitting behind me in that Georgia lineup, no wonder I was able to leave the SEC in hitting. Because you were getting some fastballs to hit, brother. And I tell you what, that was my plan going in to play baseball at Georgia coming out of high school was the plan was to go up and search for fastballs in the strike zone to hit. I was spitting on that breaking stuff until I got two strikes on me. And then you had to, to swing in anything close. But until I got two strikes, I was convinced I was going to get some fastballs to hit in the strike zone with guys like Treadway hitting in front of me. Glenn Davis hitting behind me in the lineup. I mean, no wonder I was able to lead the SEC in hitting. That's why we don't want to see a hole for the Braves in this lineup without Freddie Freeman or, a, or a, I want to say, a replacement at first base. I don't know if that's the appropriate word. But that, that's why this lineup has been so powerful the last couple of years. There are no breaks in the lineup. Love. Yeah, DT, let me ask you this. Who would you rather have? All right, plan C we're talking. All right, plan A was Freddie Freeman. Oh. Apparently the Dodgers are going to offer him a six-year on the contract and all that money. Uh, Matt Olson, now you got the Yankees chasing him. I do like plan A and plan, plan B Well, yeah, much. I think we both like plan yeah. A and plan B, but let's get theirs. to plan C. I don't know. Anthony Rizzo or Luke Voigt? I got to go with Rizzo. He seems a little old But, to me. yeah, I mean, this isn't a, we're not signing Rizzo to a three, four, five-year contract or anything like that. This is a stopgap. This is a, a fill-in until you figure out what you're doing with the first base position going forward. And now Matt Olson, you know, at this obviously point, I'd take either one of them. Yeah. I mean, this guy's going to end up, if it's not Olsen or a Freeman, we're talking about a guy hitting maybe sixth, seventh in this lineup, potentially. So it doesn't have to be the slugger, but you got to find somebody to fill to, so that you don't have the holes in that lineup. Again, you know, what two through seven, this lineup, just so yeah. potential. Yeah, yeah look, so don't powerful. even bring up moving our third baseman to first base because I'm not going to have that on this show. You might hear it on the next show. You're not going to hear it on this show. We've got our third baseman. And he plays a good third, so. Yeah, I would say he's picking it over. Oh, there. yeah. 404-231-1680, the number you want to get in here while we're waiting you to... Waiting for you to call. We'll get to a college football nugget. Mm, tasty. It's time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, college football nugget today. Attendance is down for the seventh straight year. And in 2021, attendance was down 15%. Average crowd at a college football game, 39,800. SEC-led college football again last season. But attendance dipped down for the fifth consecutive year in the SEC. 72,000 plus. So what's the problem? Is it COVID? Was it covid was it the new programs that were moving up and their attendance was low that dragged it down? 
could it be that a lot of these grand old stadiums are dragging behind when it comes to bandwidth, quality internet? Because these fans these days, man, you see everybody out there, they got the phone in their hand and they're trying to look at the phone, trying to search something up on the internet. And the bandwidth, well, it's dragging behind. I've heard a lot of excuses of why folks don't want to go to a game. It's too long. Lousy matchups bad, like Georgia weather, or, Sanford Stadium yeah, last parking season. parking isn't any good. I've never heard anybody say, no, the bandwidth in the stadium, I can't I, I think can't it's get a factor, man. That sounds, no, I'm not saying it's not. That's just, that sounds silly to me. And how difficult is it to improve the bandwidth? Don't ask me. I mean, that sounds like something that should be easily attainable. I'm just saying. I think the problem is not us looking at our cell phones, but us looking at these big, giant HDTVs right there. The man cave? Right on the couch. So you got the 70-inch monitor. I've already paid for the cable. You got the cold beer in the Uh, fridge. Exactly. I already bought a 12-pack yesterday. You don't have to wait to go to the bathroom. Yes. You got the internet, access to the internet, and and then you don't miss any of the other games that are going on. Absolutely, and all of these games are on TV. I'm even i a relatively younger guy, and I remember when not all these games were on TV, so if you wanted to see your team, you got in the car, you went down to the stadium. Now, between ESPN Plus and and Peacock and everything else, if you want to watch your game, you can watch it on your phone. You can watch it at home. You can watch it virtually anywhere. I just, all these streaming systems, they're all over the place. So there's no limited access, that's for sure. And that was part of why you went to the stadium on Saturday. Yeah. And now I can wake up at, and, and watch football all day and not leave the couch if I don't want to. You know, I always thought living on the West Coast would be awesome because you could wake up and the games were on immediately. A good friend of mine's moved to San Diego. He says that's the best part. Football starts at 10 o'clock, yeah. and then he can actually – I can't stay up and watch USC when they start at 1030. But out there, it starts at 730, and you're in. Yes, it's hard to put a finger on. But yeah, you've listed a number of reasons, and I think it's fair to say they all have a factor. COVID, uh, the HDTVs at home, uh, different schools coming into the mix. Bandwidth. Sta- stadiums not keeping up keeping up with the Joneses. The bandwidth. Yes, of course, we can't, get, we can't get on Instagram while we're at the game. How do you even know what the bandwidth is at a stadium <laughs> unless you go? I've never heard that before. It's not like, well, I, I'm not going to go up to Knoxville. I might not be able to get my tweet through. <laughs> <laughs> well, you hear uh, some of this talk going on about it. Like some of these programs are dragging behind. You got, you know, 100,000 people crammed in the stadium and you know, only about uh, 5,000 able to get on the Internet. Well, the Braves are starting. We got to go, but the Braves are opening up their their metaverse. Soon you're just going to be able to put on your, your virtual reality, and you can go down to the 50 yeah. and sit, watch it from 10 rows up. Let's bring on a caller. That's going to do it for the college football nugget. Ben, Ben, what's on your mind today, man? Make it quick. Hey, hey man, I just want to tell you real quick, uh, I played baseball with Lance Ballou, your uh, your nephew, but that's not what I called about. I just want to say if they do do 14 team playoffs that's half the league i mean why are we playing 162 games to let teams that are going to be under 500 into the playoffs yeah. i mean 12 is okay whatever but the fourth team is just we're watering it down so much that it's it just ridiculous i agree man appreciate the call ben thanks for chiming in we appreciate you callers checking in on the show nfl combine getting underway today with 324 players invited 15 quarterbacks and this thing's in prime time now 
Good to see it in the evening. Uh, you won't see anybody on the field until Thursday when the quarterbacks and receivers and tight ends hit the field on Thursday. Uh, the interviews going on right now. You got some medical checking, checking out the meds on these guys going on behind the scenes. And uh, these interviews are huge, by the way. You don't want to mess up on one of those. And by the way, I believe the way it is now, there's a new rule saying that if, if some of these teams conduct an embarrassing interview and ask stupid questions to the player, they could get fined for that. Big time. Fined. So we won't hear any of that nonsense going on this year. Combine underway in Indianapolis today. We'll be talking about it the rest of the week. All right, that's going to do it for the Buck Baloo Show today. We appreciate Road Dog, DT, and Nerney. Thanks for getting the job done, guys, keeping that teleprompter rolling. Appreciate you listening. Nick and Chris coming up next here on The Fan. Thank you, Buck. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.